is the Eagles at the Cardinals. Uh, Eagles 4-0, the Cardinals column. Where do we start? Are they falling off a cliff this week, or what's the plan? Uh, it's tough to know. We've talked about it. Like ever on offense, it all comes down to Murray Magic, and on on defense, they're just they're struggling. They're they're not getting um, sacks, and they're not good enough in the the secondary. Like it's yeah, it's a it's a it seems like a real struggle. Um, you know, they're kind of in in some ways the the flip of this Eagles team. The Eagles have done such a good job in terms of building around their quarterback. Um, and Ben Solak has a really, really good piece in the ringer um, where he kind of looks at the way in which the Eagles have built the offense, how they're running it, um, the Jalen Hurts impact on that. Um, and it's it's the opposite for the, the Cardinals, where they should be putting the weapons around Kyler Murray and well. You know, he was on the rookie contract, and that's when the time you can do that. They haven't done, done that. For look, I, I mean, I've talked to people I, I think are well aware that I'm a big admirer of the way in which Howie has built the roster for the Eagles this year. I don't believe the Cardinals have done, done a similar job, and therefore, for me, the Eagles should get the win in this game on Sunday. Yeah, when Hurts came into the league, a lot of people were saying they're modelling Hurts off Murray, and now people are saying Murray needs to start modelling himself off Hurts. You look at the stats for both quarterbacks this season, they're quite similar. Yeah, 1,100 yards passing for Hurts, four touchdowns, two interceptions, just short of 1,000, for Murray, five touchdowns, two interceptions. They're quite similar, but the levels in which both of them are playing at Earth are very different, and you would put that down to the fact that the Cardinals are missing players. Hollywood Brown has been a great player, in fairness. We, we were challenging that on draft night in terms of giving away a first-round pick. He's come in. They had the right relationship from when they played in college together. Um, he stepped up. Defensively, I felt last week he improved, but again, you have to bear in mind who they're playing, the Panthers. I see this as a high-scoring game. Uh, every time these play each other, it seems to be really huge in terms of the scorelines. I think the line is 47. I think it'll go over. Um, the Eagles have been very impressive. Top 10 in the league for points scored. Top 10 for points allowed. But I'm going to side with the Cardinals in this game. 75th anniversary of the 1947 title game. And I'll go with the same team and win that game and cause a shock. I will take the Cardinals to win at home on Sunday and have no team left unbeaten in the league. Um, Brian is channeling his inner New York giant, I feel, there in terms Jesus, of... Jesus, uh, Brian. Are we going to get uh, to week 10 or what, what's it going to take? I'm sorry for calling you out here, but... What problem? will it take for you to pick the Eagles this season? I mean, I even picked the Patriots this week. Jesus, I've looked at the game and I've made my selection based on who I think will win. Mike was just Tyler upset. Or like the run game? Or... No, no, just Brian. Mike was just upset he's wearing his official Philadelphia Eagles jumper. Uh, it looks <laughs> like it's very Eagles green. Look, it, it looks Eagles color. We're supporting all teams, Michael. It's all good. But no, look... Um, yeah, the Cardinals can make magic happen. Like Kyler Murray, you know, Cliff Kingsbury's entire coaching manual involves page one, get through three quarters. Page two, in fourth quarter, give ball to Kyler. That seems to be the entirety of his uh, coaching uh, tenure so far in Arizona. And it's certainly how it seems like they're going to try and get through this game. Um, again, credit where credit's due, the Eagles have been super impressive. 
I mean, I thought a lot of it was preseason hype. I still had the Cowboys to win the NFC East, but they are the most balanced and most complete team in the NFL. That's not just based on the fact that they're only unbeaten team. It's based on all the stats. They've got 10 takeaways on defense. You look at that defense in the front seven with Cox, with Graham, with Hassan Reddick. Uh, even back in the secondary, big play Slay is back there. They're getting turnovers. They're pulling uh, offenses under pressure. And then you flip it round, and for all the not-so-nice things I've said about Jalen Hurts over times, um, in relation to it, you look at the talent and the explosive threats he's got there, whether it's Dallas Goddard, whether it's Smith, whether it's um, uh, A.J. Brown, and they're making big plays down the field, and they can always rely on the rushing. They can always rely on they can turn into Baltimore North in a heartbeat and drive the ball on people left, right, and center. Um, the reality is they're the most complete football team in football so far. Will they continue that through the season and prove Column's Super Bowl selection correct? Uh, you, had the, you had the Eagles, didn't you, going to the Super Bowl column? Yeah. So, you know, maybe they will. And they, they've certainly started the season as brightly as they can. I don't see the Cardinals um, steering this wagon off the road. Uh, it's the battle of the birds, but the fly eagles fly will peck away at those Arizona Cardinals and um, I think win by two touchdowns. I like that battle of the birds. Uh, the Cardinals are their own worst enemy. Um, Kyler Murray takes them to a level sometimes where they look elite on his back, but they don't have the depth at any position apart from quarterback because without having efficiency in the wide receiver core without going down on every play and trying their best this team is so stop start it's unreal i question steve kime and cliff kingsbury's, cliff kingsbury's decision making in terms of the assets that are available to kyler murray and um, as brian said this could be a very high scoring game it could be it could be a situation where the cardinals score 20 to 24 points in the first half and then they don't turn up in the second half, or vice versa. And it's just very, very frustrating. Um, this game um, in Arizona, the Eagles are the most complete team in the NFC at the minute. And I just don't see a team in the NFC at the minute that is close to where they're at. Maybe a team will do that in the next few weeks, come up. Maybe the Packers will come up after a game in London. Maybe the Giants will come up if they keep winning. Maybe the Cowboys will come up if Dak Prescott comes back, when he comes back. And... Uh, but as it stands, this is the first time, in my opinion, the Eagles go to Arizona this weekend to win. And as it stands, I just can't see how they won't be back in February, lads. Like, I mean, we're in October. It's crazy talk. But they'll definitely be in that conversation at the end of the season. Uh, you said two touchdowns, Mark? Make it three. Jalen Hurts, the X-Factor, Mal Sanders. And Arizona went 7-0 last year. And everybody, said they were playing, and everybody said there's no way you could stop them and they're playing the exact same type of offence in which the Eagles are playing this season but statistically and I'll, I'll look at this over the next few I mean Jalen Hurts in the first four games this season has been more of a factor for this team than Kyler Murray was It's he's a different asset in terms of any quarterback the way he can run his decision making they just look great they're very enjoyable to watch that's why I'm going to pick with the Eagles don't shoot the messenger. Understand, understand. Can I, can I make a quick point before you jump in? Um, for all the difficulty in which the cards have had thrown at them in terms of this, this stop-start season, they've lost to the Chiefs and they've lost to the Rams, two teams that are expected to be gone for the Super Bowl. The other two games they've won. This is a big step for them on Sunday. 
Yeah, so if, if the Eagles were to get the win, it'll be Im- impressive. And I think that it's a test for, for the Eagles. Um, and what, I, what I've what i liked about the Eagles is they, they've overcome adversity. Like last week, um, they found themselves 14 points down. It is a monsoon. And we talked about the monstrous front seven that the Jags have. And it looked like they were going to put the pinchers on. But the Eagles found a way. And I think the other thing, been and Brett Coleman had some great stats uh, in relation to this, uh, throwing over the middle. That's the thing that constantly people hit at hurts. You can't throw over the middle, you can't throw over the middle, you can't throw over the middle. And it's hit at Russell Wilson as well. And both of these guys have tried. Um, so if you look this this year, they're actually uh, right bang in the middle in terms of the QBs throwing over the middle, whereas ordinarily both of those guys would probably be towards the bottom. But Russell Wilson is only completing 67% of his passes over the middle. Jalen Hurts is completing 82%. And that is what is making the, the difference. He's not just he, a running QB. He's not just a QB that can uh, find a guy on the, the outside for a contested catch. He is a, he's got the vision now to, to see over uh, the, the middle, and that, to me, is what's making the, the real difference. But there is an awfully long way to go. You do not win trophies in October. Um, the Eagles will have to respond to adversity. They're going to lose games. They are not the 72 Dolphins. They will lose some games, but it's going to be how they respond to that. I just don't think it'll be the last will come against the, the Cardinals this particular Sunday. Cowboys Rams on Sunday. Interesting game. Presuming at the time of recording that Dak is not back. No. Don't think so. Uh, it doesn't matter because Cooper Rush is here, baby. Um, Column. Cowboys. Rams are very poor. Let's just put it out there because no one's talking about it. They're so inconsistent. And McVeigh has not prepared this team properly four weeks in. They were awful on Monday night, defensively. Um, I, I think they're struggling in terms of leadership. I think that is a, a huge issue. I don't. I think they lost Andrew Whitworth, and I think it's people have underestimated the value that he had. Um, in the same way that I think people undervalued the leadership that say somebody like Demarcus Ware had when when he retired. And um, I think when you lose those players, it's very difficult. And obviously, Bobby Wagner came in, but. It's not been the same. And when you hear uh, Whitworth on, say, the Rich Eisen show, or when you hear players talk about him and the love and respect that they have for him, I think that is um, an issue that is facing the the Rams currently. Um, They're also, when you're the champions, Every you have a target on you. Everybody wants to beat you. And if people haven't seen the video of Ramsey missing the the tackle on Debo and Mike McGlinchey took great delight, the big man made sure he got up in Ramsey's face to let him know all about it. Um, I I think they. It, it feels a little bit for the Rams at the moment, like the November patch that they went through last year. And they have things to sort out. And there are the questions over Stafford's elbow. The Cowboys, my goodness, um, Dan Quinn, how 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 happy are they that he didn't get the, the Broncos job for whatever reason? And maybe we should do a show on that at some point. And maybe there's a PhD in that at some point. But um, with what Dan Quinn is working on their defense and with Michael Parsons, they have been uh, formidable. Uh, coin, coin toss game. Um, the Rams could absolutely go off um, and the Cooper Rush could 
could struggle. And you, you could see Aaron Donald having a day and therefore the, the Rams get, getting a victory. But the, this Cowboys team um, just seems to to be responding to, to Cooper Rush and to that defense. And I think that defense is propelling them on. And I think they will make life very, very difficult for Matthew Stafford. And I have the Cowboys winning this one. Cowboys offensive line that was getting a lot of um, mud, mud thrown at them early in the season. They've only given up an average of one sack per, per game since then. Cooper Rush has done a f- fabulous job of quarterback. To the stage right now, Cowboys fans are asking the question, should it be him or should it be Dak coming in? I think the reality is once Dak's ready, he'll be back and he should be back for Sunday week when they play the, when they play the Eagles. That makes for a great game next week if both teams win this weekend. Yeah, I agree with you, Michael. We just we're not seeing something from this Rams team. We, I know we spoke about teams with Super Bowl hangovers. Something doesn't seem to be right. I don't know what it is. Stafford is just not playing at the level we saw last year. If that lingering injury is causing a concern, offensively on on Monday they were completely snuffed out by a really strong 49ers defense. But I feel the Rams defensively at some stage have to get it together, and this is a game which I think is is prime for them. Um, Marcus Peters has come in for the Cowboys and done reasonably well, but he's going to have a real test on Sunday. And it's a rebound game. It is a coin, coin toss. And I have I've genuinely been back and forth in this game because I'm looking ahead to the Cowboys potentially going against an unbeaten Eagles team if they win on Sunday next week with, with the division lead on the line. But I'm going to side with the Rams. I think the Rams will find a way. Cooper Cup, whilst he's, he's, his team aren't having a great season so far, he's having a great season. Standout player and Higby, but they need to get more players involved offensively. Uh, like, where's Alan Robinson been? He played well against the Falcons. He's been nowhere. Maybe he's still in the rubbish bin, then, which Colin took him out of him when he got rid of, got him out of Chicago. Because I've seen all the memes on Twitter this week where he's still in the same bin because he hasn't shown up. Maybe he'll show up on Sunday. I think the Rams will find a way to win the game. When the Rams have played anyone with a decent um, rush, they've their offensive line has looked completely lost. Bills on the opening game of the season. Obviously, against the 49ers last week, was it nine sacks in the end they got? I mean, it was it was men against boys. And in that scenario, Matt Stafford, he can throw underarm, sidearm, overarm, any arm. Um, he's not going to have enough time to find his weapons. In the circumstances of the porousness of their offensive line, it's almost remarkable that Cooper Cup's already got over 400 yards in this season, and he's still getting his. But as Brian alludes to, it's very much a one-man show there at the moment. Alan Robinson isn't there. They're using Higby a little bit, as they always did, but there's not the other release fouls. Uh, it's notable watching Monday Night Football. The, the commentators are openly saying they've still got a locker there free for Odell Beckham Jr. and everything. It's like, Jesus, is this what they come to? They, you know, that's going to be the great white well, hope. That, to, that's getting a little not great white strange hope. at the minute, Martin, I think. Like it's, like, there's this whole like bus this week about Odell. Just sign with someone. It's getting. It's actually no. It's actually pissing me off now. Go to the old LA. Just sign with he, someone. We can't play for six weeks. He's not. That's fine. Still, That's fine. Sign for someone. I'm sorry about this, but like, if, if what he has to be medically cleared out to sign for Tim. No one's going to well, sign him. Express he's still an injured. interest in signing. It's just he's going to pop in in November and be like. Who's oh yeah, I'll sign with them. It's it's just a bit of a joke. It sort of makes you think like back in never in the Premier League, if you had to play ten games to get a medal. Yeah? Back in the day. It's pissing me off. Sorry. I, I just, I, yeah. No, I 
I, 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 I can get that to an extent, Michael, but strap in because Von Miller announced tonight that OBJ is going on tour. Uh, he, he's taking the show on the road and he will be visiting the Giants and they will have to roll out the red carpet and welcome him in. He's going to be courted. Who knows how much money we saw that was it half a million that um, they, court, they spent to court Arch Manning. God only knows what you're going to have to pay to court OBJ. So the Giants, the Saints and the Bucks apparently... <laughs> But, Michael, I think you might be right. I think depending on what somebody's record is, if they need a wide receiver, you know, the, the I, red flare might go up. Sorry, Mark, I know you want to get on this game. Can I make one more point? Aaron Rodgers yesterday in a live TV uh, recording also said, don't be surprised if we have Odell Beckham here come the end of November. He's going nowhere near Green Bay. And you can quote me on that an hour and 39 minutes saying, into the show. Team in the mix going, that... He can be playing for Tyrone in January in the National League at this rate Mark I had something to say and I forgot about it now but I, I know you're going to continue on uh, but I I, I wanted to say something which is very important Jeez. but now I, 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 I forgot so, so go on ahead go on ahead I was, I was just thinking that Aaron Rodgers has such a good reputation of keeping his wide receivers happy of course um, but um, that being said I'm, I'm, I maybe shouldn't have said the words Odell Beckham Jr maybe it's like saying Beetlejuice it sparks lots of things off but if the Rams are waiting for him to provide a spark then they are seriously looking and holding out no Bonnie Tyler holding out for a hero he's not a hero he's not going to be a leader in the same way Andrew Whitworth uh, was and you know as a man generally so that's a big gap that the Rams have, and I entirely agree with Colm in relation to that. Now, on the flip side, I'll say to you, there's, there's a lot of flaws with the Rams, but look at the Cowboys. Like, you know, their, their win against the Bengals, I'm going to say this, who have they beaten? Their win against the Bengals was fueled by emotion, fueled by being completely written off for the whole season. They're terrible, they're awful, and you could see it come out on the field, and they were really revved up for that. Since then... They Come beat on. the Giants, which, Brian, I love you to bits, but the, you know they can't throw the ball down the field, so they're a completely one-dimensional offense in that regard. And the Cowboys do have a decent defense, and they've beaten the Commanders, who we've already written off pretty much as a basket case generally. So are the Cowboys any good, really, even with Cooper Rush there? Dak is definitely out, by the way, so it is the Cooper show. Um, but for me, it's the Cooper show Coopers used to make barrels. You know that. That was the job. That's where the name derives from. Cooper would make barrels. Um, but it's not going to be uh, Cooper Rush who's throwing the barrels a la Donkey Kong to knock the other team over. It will be Cooper Cup continuing to shine. And I have the LA Rams winning this. But fine lines. You know, like Brian said, this is a coin flip. I could easily make a case either way. Don't I've save got the yourself. Rams. Don't say no, it I'm, I'm being honest. I, I had to check, Michael, who I said, because I actually can't remember. I was like, who did I say to him I picked? Because I flipped on this so many times. But the Rams, the Rams, the Rams. I'm, I'm just remembering. I, by the way, I'm making a one-word pick in a second. I'm not wasting time in this anymore. Like We've talked too much about this game, for, and everyone's going alleluia in the podcast uh, and in the comments. Um, the whole court and OG, OBJ thing is like when you go to a hotel, and you're like, oh, yeah, we're getting married. And you sit down, you know you're getting a free dinner and a few free pints and stuff. And then you go away and look somewhere else. Uh, it's embarrassing. Um, I just don't get it. And like, look, Brian, he's not going to New York. Like, maybe, he's maybe not. I, uh, no, I don't think he is, Michael, because what he will do, he will sit down and decide which team ultimately can get him back playing in the Super Bowl. But the Rams... Could, like, it, just, well, it, it, look, if the Giants win this weekend, they're 4-1. The Rams will use the same model of last year. When did the Rams bring him in last year? Was it around week 12? Week probably 20, give that or take. January. Probably this rate. 
No, but seriously, um, it was it was around. It was he he go somewhere where he knows he can make an impact. Some team will have a serious injury to either save or come November. He knows he can step in. Like he was fortunate last year. Robert Woods got injured a week after he signed, and he ended up becoming. He scored the first touchdown in the Super Bowl. The guy can deliver on the, on the big occasion. I, I'm not disputing that. I just think it's a bit of a joke. It's like turning up an hour and 45 minutes into the show and then picking something that football. Do you know what I mean? Any, anywho, anywho, anywho. Uh, I'm picking and the Cowboys. After, uh, after our podcast on Technology Weekly, we turn to the Odell <laughs> Beckham soap opera show. <laughs> Going back to my pick, I'm picking the Cowboys. Um, I'm concerned about the Rams. Genuinely, I'm concerned about the NFC. Big time. And if I'm Odell Beckham, I go to a team in the NFC, preferably Philadelphia, as it stands.